Welcome, everybody. We are closing a journey today, and it's always sad for me to hit week 12. And so, Eric, props, man. It's an exhausting, intense, uh, empowering journey, and here you are. Um, it takes a lot to get here, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think uh, it's go good ahead. to be here, though. Good to be here. <laughs> well, it's it's been cool for me to have you go along and take this process and engage it through this format, um, no doubt. And and I've heard from people. I would talk to people occasionally, and they'll be like, especially over Christmas break, hey, what happened with? Uh, the guy you were talking to online, what happened with Eric? Uh, so you were missed, and now you were back last week. We're back this week for week 12. I always feel this feeling of, you know, here it is, 12 conversations with somebody, but they're deep. And so, you know, clients become friends. And, uh, yeah, week 12 can be a little sad for me. Um, as we always like to start, as you look back over the last week, any moments you became aware of fear, pain, shame, and what did you do about it? Sure. So this week I spent a lot of time with family. I was in my hometown uh, for the majority of the week. And one of the people I like to see when I go back to my hometown is an old friend of mine. And I noticed, uh, well, he's always had some some issues, but I remember like last week, um, and the week before, or maybe it was just, the, yeah, the enjoy, enjoy relationships section. It was like trying to understand other people's fear so you can meet them where they are and, and give them that friendship how they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't so much that I noticed my own fear, but I noticed his fear. And I was able to give him what he needed in that mo- in a moment that was pretty cool, like that I wouldn't normally have noticed. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how simple it is to grasp hard as you start to practice it more and more, but your brain, when it feels secure, really does attune to those around you. Um, wow, man, I love that. I want to ask more about it, but also know you probably want to protect him being online. So if you can give more detail, cool. If not, no worries. Well, uh, well, what did you want to know? Like about the fear? Yeah. Just like what, just more details about like what you saw, what you did. So, I guess he just has had some um, some problems over the years when it comes to like like he'll he'll shut himself off from the world sometimes because um, of a mood or or something that's bothering him and he's just afraid that other people um, other people might be judging him or something. So uh, I just noticed that he really just needed me to sort of give him props. <laughs> Um, and we, we went skateboarding like we used to do when we were kids and, and he like, unfortunately he can't really skate like he used to anymore. So he's very self-conscious about that. So I just sort of like tried to have as much fun with him, like, like it was back in the old days, you know? Yeah. Um, and tried to put him in that memory a little, a little bit. I don't know. It was, it was kind of a, it was interesting experience. And usually when I hang out with him, I'm like, uh, he's like, he's always, thinking like overthinking things and I'm like come on but now I'm like you know that he can't help it <laughs> and he that you know he can come out of that if he has like good good people around him so I, I've tried to be that one of those people wow what an inspiring story uh, because that's how you know massive things happen when lots of small interactions like that 
it changes it changes people. I mean, if you can go inward with your energy, get secure in who you are, then you go out with a secure expression to give people what they need. Uh, conflict dissipates, and that's beautiful. Very cool. Um, any other moments from the past week? Uh, well, I guess one more story I can share. Cool. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, like I mentioned on the last podcast, in the last meeting, uh, I'm finally doing my thing. I'm finally out doing the freelance thing. It's really exciting. Yeah. Um, so I've been getting a lot of inquiries uh, now that I'm available. A lot of projects, potential projects, coming in my inbox, and knowing which ones to say yes and say no to. You know, that's a good problem to have. You know, at least I have enough people coming to me that I, I can afford to say no to some people. Um, and a few uh, meetings ago, we talked about sort of like the mistakes I've made with working with difficult people when I knew it, when I knew from the beginning it was going to be a headache. Hmm. Um, so finding myself in this situation of, well, I don't know about this one. You know, should I take this one on or? Is this going to be worth it? Um, I know it's not really the best fit, but should I do it because I don't have any work signed up yet? Or I'm just trying to be really careful about where I put my time and what I commit to in, in the beginning of this company that I'm starting. Mm-hmm. And um, do I want to just take January off and, and do start in February and use January for more like planning? So uh, I've said to be really careful about not getting into that mode of scarcity Mm. Um, and really just approaching it with a mindset of I have as much time as I need to figure this out and if if, if uh, I don't accept this job it's not the end of the world I'm, I, there will be more people more qualified you know jobs will come through so it's it's really just like reminding myself of that story that I told myself a few meetings ago dude well stated well understood uh, and then you're applying it and recognizing Oh, yeah, scarcity mindset. I've got to be rushed. I've got to be frantic. I've got to move like I'm, you know, going to lose it all. And then you take those clients that make you miserable. Um, And it's funny to me when I hear training on, like, how to get the clients you want. And sometimes it can be helpful, but oftentimes it stays at that surface level, not getting to the point where you are, where you're learning to hone in on that trusting who you are and what you're doing and giving yourself over to that process rather than the fear-driven. Ah, what is going on? What narrative do I need to adopt? Uh, Right on, man. Well, week 12 sometimes uh, can be a shorter conversation. It doesn't have to be. Um, But it's- I was gonna ask you about your week. (laughs) Oh, thanks, man. That's awesome how you did that. Um, it's, It's a lot of fun this week right now because like you, I haven't taken, uh, or like you were talking about considering with January doing some planning, um, I started coaching, a big coaching group beginning of February, so I really haven't taken new people in the last, I don't know, six, seven weeks, and it's been a lot of infrastructure building and prep for 2016, different things I have happening, and so it's been a lot of fun doing that. Um, the kids got a Wii U for Christmas, so we've been getting in some Mario Kart. That's been pretty dope. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've loved that. And, um, yeah, so the prep part for me is a lot of fun. Um, but it's also sad because there's probably like four or five coaching folks that it's closing down. Uh, 
last week or this week. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit of sad and a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for asking. But so we, I, noticed, I, I noticed you, I noticed you've been switching it up with the podcast a little bit too. Yeah. Way to notice that. Well, you know, one of, uh, one of my friends, um, and clients become friends. So I, I may still do work for him. Um, had really just not let me get away with, which you had brought this up and others had. Now is the time. Change the intro. Focus it in. So after this episode posts with you, the year will be pretty focused around like a 10-minute format and a different intro, just a tighter expression of what Shift's about. And it'll be, I won't be, reco- I won't be covering anything I've already covered. Uh, it'll be a lot of conversations about mission and community coming from a secure identity. So it'll be fun to see what happens with that and hopefully another year of growth. Nice. Looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for being one of those voices that was like, hey, have you thought about doing a different intro? Uh, <laughs> so happy with at least the evolution of the process. Um, and then a, a buddy did the new cover design and was inspired by trail running, uh, my trail running, and um, just my own week six identity space. And so that image kind of reflects the best of that. So there's a lot of meaning there that's super fun. Cool, um, man. Yeah, ma'am. Well, let's jump into week 12. And one of the things I like to do is make sure everything up to this point you've been tracking on We've talked about the exercise, you get it. But I'll also like to just say, is there anything you'd want to revisit from anything we've covered up to this point? Hmm. Nothing specific like comes to mind right now. Okay, cool. But I'll definitely bring it up if it does. Awesome. So then the biggest thing that I want to make sure that happens is really a, a deep tie-in to just that big picture overview of the process. Um, do you happen to have a pen or a piece of paper in front of you? If you don't, there's no worries. Or you could use your keyboard. Well, I got the book. Yeah, perfect, okay. So I forget a little bit here and there that the book's out there. But so chapter 12, that image that's in the back, um, what it means to be aware and that lean in, flip flow. What I wanna do is just talk through that and make sure at a, macro and micro level that goes that becomes really clear um and it's just this idea that i see a lot of people try to make change in their life especially with the new year we get examples of this all the time Mm -hmm. they make these changes and then they feel like ah i suck and they beat themselves up and they quit and what they try to do it's what so often um what i see is like self-help hype do is it works against the process of how we change. Here's what I mean. So if you go back way to the beginning of what we've been talking about these 12 weeks, the first thing we were trying to do was raise awareness. Awareness is like the fall season of our lives. It's where you're letting go of the tree, uh, letting go of the leaves, the tree. If you picture yourself like a tree, you can't like reattach them. Um, And for a lot of people, one of the reasons they can't make powerful change, dynamic effective change that lasts, is because they're trying to convince themselves that something about their lives that they hate isn't real. They can't accept it, and they just want to hype themselves past it. And no, we let go. We become aware. This is reality. 
you know, um, hi, my name is Chris and I can get addicted to adrenaline and have multiple times. Uh, and right now I'm having to pay attention to uh, not doing, I, I really watch my coffee and when I have it, uh, but right now I can't drink coffee because of the hard push to get both books done. It just fried me a little bit. And so that stimulant makes me too aggressive and hard-edged. And so I'm aware of that, right? That's, that's kind of a smaller thing. It could be mega small. I'm aware that I'm going in the house amped up on adrenaline. Uh, it could be even smaller. I'm with somebody and I'm noticing while we talk about a tense subject, they're breathing. But then there's also awareness on this macro mega level where it's like, whoa, you know, I've spent the last so many years building who I am around what I do. You know, I had that moment in 2008. So what do we do when that happens? We lean in. And this is where we sit with the awareness that we have. We feel it. We don't try to push it away from us. We grieve it out. Uh, and so we talked about different processes that you use. I mean, it can be the week six identity space where you catch up with yourself, the identity activity, you know, the initial way I'm just trying to get people to lean in one of the exercises with, you know, learning your story. It's just this idea of like, I'm going to flesh this out. I'm going to put it on paper, but I'm not going to try to distance myself from this, which is the winter. It feels like despair, almost desolation. Nothing's happening. But if you look at the process of a tree in the winter, the trunk is getting strengthened, even though it looks like nothing's happened. We could say it this way. The core is getting strengthened, which is the core of who we are. And then we go to spring. And then spring, we get to flip the lie. We receive new life. No longer do we have to look at the pain and the fear and believe a lie about who we are. We now learn the truth. This is my identity. It's indestructible. Nothing can take this from me. Uh, I was in a meeting yesterday. It just popped in my head to refer to uh, Nelson Mandela. You know, think about that guy. He's in prison. His identity is indestructible. You're not going to take dignity from me just because I'm here. And now I can leave and give the people what they need and lead them well. So there was this flip. And if you, after you flip it, the spring, you enter into the summer of rest, flow. And I remember I was on a plane flying back from a place where I'd spoke on the four pieces for a leadership training thing, and it hit me. These match up with the seasons. Because I was asking myself about how change works in my life and how I'm seeing change happen in other people's lives. And every time I try to make change happen, where I skip from fall to summer, I'm going to go from being aware to flow. That's when I'm forcing it. That's hype. It doesn't work. I have to learn to cooperate with the process of change. And I may go through those seasons in a, ma in a micro way, in moments throughout the day. And it may be in macro ways. You know, over the course of years, I may feel like I'm... In fact, what I've noticed for people and myself is typically macro and micro are happening at the same time. I'm going through them multiple times in a day. And in a macro way, life tends to find this seasonal rhythm. And we don't stay in summer. The point is not to reach a perfect state of stressless living or secure living. It's that life is dynamic. And when we lose center, we recognize it and we pop back into awareness. And it doesn't mean necessarily that we're moving backward. 
it oftentimes means our consciousness is expanding. We're becoming aware at deeper and deeper levels. Um, so that what you saw with your friend and how attuned you were to that, you know, that continues to grow and develop in such a way that you become more and more attuned. Um, it's so much fun. I, yeah, I want to go on to something else before I do. Does that make sense, this macro-micro viewpoint? Yeah, it's definitely something that's hard to like monitor, but um, it's just like checking in because because there's so many different there's so many different uh, things that this cycle can apply to, mm -hmm. and it's not just like you're going through change on a micro and macro level because there's different things that are changing within you on on at different rates. Yeah. So it's hard to like keep an, a monitor on all of that, but I understand that process for sure. But I love how you said it is difficult to monitor, and here's why. If we could like wrestle it down in this perfect application where it's like, I'm aware, I'm leaning in, I've just flipped the lie, now I'm in flow. Uh, it would reduce some of like the just, for lack of a better way of saying it, the transcendent mystery of living. There is an essence of surrender at some level where it's deep and 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 almost mystical how this process happens. But I know for me, by putting words to it, it at least helps me recognize what am I doing right now to cooperate with this process? Or am I fighting against it? Trying to ignore reality, not be aware. Trying to hype myself past it, not lean in. Trying to uh, rigidly impose what I want to be true, not really flipping the lie to receive hope in the midst of the challenging circumstance. And am I able to relax my way into flow? Or am I rigidly trying to just force my way there? Um, and so, yeah, like you said, it has tons of application. I'm doing a thing next week with small business owners, and I'm talking them through the seasons of business. And it's just going to be these four realities what not to do when you're in a season that's more like leaning in and what you need to do. Um, how to cooperate with what unblocks the flow. And so, yeah, it's a visual. And it's a visual that I go back to to say, all right, am I caught up with myself? Uh, another word I like is congruence. Is, is there alignment between like who I am on the inside and, and what I'm sharing with others? And I think for a lot of people, they're, they're just so numbed out, they're not caught up with themselves. And this allows me a process of saying, is there anything I need to be aware of to lean into so that I can flip the lie and be in flow? Um, and it's a daily, it's a daily thing. Some days I don't have as much time to maybe sequence and order my thinking. And, you know, maybe I'll make a note of it real quick. And then a couple days later, I'll be like, all right, I got some time. I got a lot of loose ends to think through. Um, yeah, but the awareness continues to expand, and that is a head trip. Have you ever read the book, uh, Dune? No, but you were, tell you were talking about it last week, and you said I have to read it. <laughs> Dang it, I brought it up last week. Well, I won't bring it up again then. I'm still lit up about it, so apologies. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Awesome. Um, okay, so, yeah, just as a big picture view, it's making sure that that process makes sense. But like you said, hard to monitor. And so 
the 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 learning of developing the skill i i know who i am i'm caught up with myself that's huge it changes how you engage socially because then like you were telling the story about your friend you don't have so much internal dialogue happening that you're not blocked up you're able to be where you are um and then you're able to be the gift of who you are to others yeah definitely i'm uh I'm definitely going to put this little graphic flow chart thing like, you know, right in front of my desk so I can have it there as a reminder. Dude, I've had other people tell me the exact same thing. Uh, what I want to do is get like a design done of the four pieces, like of images, something small you could put on like a little leather square of a couple inches by a couple inches. And then for people that like go through the twelve week thing, they could put it on their keychain or something. Well, I think I know a designer. Um, you know, not sitting too far away. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I'm talking about myself, dude. I figured you were, man. <laughs> that would be dope. Let's talk about that after the call because um, I've just had my antenna up to say. You know, let's let's just see what happens as people go through this and who might be interested. And so that would yeah. be awesome, man. Um, well, any other thoughts or questions? Well, I guess, like, do you feel like you um, got anything specific out of this coaching sequence versus, like, other people's coaching? Not to compare, but I know um, – you, you gave me a really special opportunity to, to share this journey with people and to, um, you know, I don't think you'd done something like that before. So I wanted to know how you thought everything went and if there's anything like any highlights from it um, that, that might lend a little more clarity to the growth because it's hard for me to monitor my own growth as well because like I can only think about how I feel now and looking back at my notes. I guess I can I can listen back to all the the, the podcasts. Um, Dude, what a killer, awesome question. Uh, well, I would just say this that you know, for me, oh, you may have heard me drop something. Uh, for me, <laughs> the the exercises are designed as these resistance exercises. So as much as you put in, you're going to get out. And you know, I continue to put time into them. Uh, I mean, I could talk about just the last few weeks, times I've used the mental switching from week one, uh, the identity space frequently. Uh, so the key thing I'm listening to for somebody is they're becoming aware of their fear and their pain, and they're learning what to do about it. And they, they'll get that by putting uh, effort introspections, like developing a muscle, into these exercises. So super rewarding to hear those stories uh, from your life and, and when I'm walking through this with others. I think the thing that I take the most away from this process with you, and just no BS, man, the bravery to be here and do it. Um, there's not a lot of people who would, I think, do what I do when I'm sharing some of this on the podcast. And to have you join me in that, in a cool way, it's made it not feel... Uh, like a lonely venture <laughs> you know i'm not just uh speaking into air putting this stuff out there and so every time we've done this 
um, yeah, it's felt like a joint effort. And that's been really awesome. I can't imagine from your perspective, which there's no plan to take the podcast down anytime soon, for sure. As lo- And you could always download them and have them forever. What it would be like for you five years from now to go back and listen to those or even like a year and then a couple years later and it would i imagine be so fascinating of a head trip to be able to go ah i'm frustrated with something that won't change about my life right now but i can listen to this and go whoa look at all the change that's happened since then you know um yeah have you ever heard of i forget where where i heard this or maybe it was maybe it was from you um but basically talking, thinking about like when you're going through something difficult and trying to make a tough decision, um, how much that decision will actually impact you like a year later. Like are you actually going to remember that or is that really going to be something that you think about a year later or is it really not as big of a deal as you're making it? Um, so it, it will be funny to go back and listen to my thought process and some of the stories for sure. Like. A year from now, because some of them might stick with me and be on my mind, and some of them, a lot of them, I imagine the stuff that I thought was a big deal now will not be a big deal later. Oh, yeah, man. It's like I have a friend that says it this way. I love it. What you're going if it's like a really hard time or a challenging, he'll be like, dude, that will be like three seconds of a story you'll tell five years from now. Uh, you know, you're like, in 2015 and then 16 I was really scary I launched out and did my own thing like any minutes or hours spent worrying about launching out you will have summed up in that little three second phrase Um, because then what would follow will be and it was really awesome because I met these people and did this work and da 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 all the stuff you have in front of you Um, and uh yeah, that's going to be a trip, especially having stepped out uh, while we were doing this. What a cool thing to go back to. Excelente. Um, shall we do the big reveal? Sure, yeah. Dude. So, um, <laughs> how do you want to do this? Yeah, well, so I'll take it back to what we've said at the beginning. We said at the beginning... Uh, we were we were making this hidden. We do a reveal, so the moment is here. Eric has been brave. He has shared with us in this journey, and so he's been gracious enough to say, "Hey, I'll make myself a real life human being and share some places I hang out online." And I would just encourage people that are listening. I know that anytime you do, um, anytime you're listening to something and you're in your car or whatever, it's hard to actually make a note and go do that action afterward but reach out to eric in some way let him know you appreciate what he's done so tell us where we can find what you've got going on online sure so first first of all my name is uh eric friedenson that's my full name and and uh online uh, i go by the moniker for like my design work Uh, my moniker is f dot that's e-f-d-o-t and I usually hang out on like Instagram and Twitter. On Twitter, it's f dot studio, and on Instagram, it's f dot. Um, and my website is just f dot studio dot com. So that's e f d o t studio. 
if you want to check out some of my my design work and learn about the the things that I have been talking about on the podcast a little more. But yeah, I really would love to hear from you. Um, just anything that resonated with you or whatever. If you want to if you want to learn about my experience with the coaching program, like anything. So look forward to hearing from you. That would be awesome. Or do you have links uh, on your website? I just clicked on it real quick. Instagram, Twitter, yeah, you do. So even if, I know sometimes I'm lazy and like to go to the main site, the ef.studio.com, and then on the left side there, there's uh, some hyperlinks for Instagram and Twitter, and you'll see the beautiful work Eric is about. Very cool, man. You're a real-life human being. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks so much, Eric, this has been a blast, and uh, I always say this at the end, and I mean it, man. I, I love helping people keep that flow unblocked. So uh, hit me up, and I would be glad to serve you any way I can. Have an excellent rest of the day. Thanks for the bravery to be here. Yeah, thanks so much, man. All right, peace, buddy. All right, bye.